what you are about to hear is not safe for children. I repeat, it is not safe for young ears. The following is an actual 911 call from a New York Giants fan following the selection of Eli Apple during the 2016 NFL Draft. Listener discretion is advised, as the audio you are about to hear will shake you to your core and leave you thankful you are not a New York Giants fan. With the 10th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Eli Apple, defensive back, Ohio State. 911, what's your emergency? Seriously? Eli Apple? Uh, could you repeat that, sir? Eli fucking Apple? Laramie Thompson sitting right there, but no, you gotta go with Eli fucking Apple. Uh, what is your address, sir? This is why Jerry Reese is gonna lose his job. He got lucky with OBJ. He just dry. He fell to him at what the twelfth fucking pick. Are you alone in your house, sir? Daddy, he goes. Eli Apple's not even the second best corner in the fucking league in the draft. I need you to remain calm. But no, we can't have Laramie Thompson. So he smoked weed. God forbid he fucking smoked weed. Sir, stay on with me. What's happening? What the fuck? Sir, sir, are you still there? Welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode 28. I'm Ty Miller, and tonight I'm joined by Dynasty Frank and Scott Fish. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Ty? What's going on, fellas? It has been a very long time, it feels like, since we've all been together here. We did the uh, we did the shot cast during the draft, for anybody who watched that atrocity. That nobody but, remembers. Yeah, not even <laughs> us. And, uh, yeah, so we had a uh, mini-episode, thanks to Ian... Uh, for coming on, he was a stellar guest there. He crushed it. Right. Crushed it. Crushed. <laughs> well, tonight we're going to go over the NFC East. Uh, we're going to break these divisions down one show at a time and uh, kind of focus on the, the fantasy-relevant players in each division. And tonight we are joined by a Dallas Cowboys fan, and he is a writer for Dynasty League Football and co-host of the Dynasty Tradecast. It is Dan Sanio. What's up, buddy? What is going on, fellas? I'm excited to be here. What's up, Dan? I wish we could say the same, but the same. <laughs> no, I'm all messing with you. So you're a Cowboys fan, Dan. How's it? How's it feel to be the worst team in the uh, NFC East? Mm. Well, you tell me, Frank. You tell me. <laughs> I'll let you know after this season. Okay. How did you become a Cowboys fan, by the way? Don't you? You live here, right? I do. Uh, yep. Uh, lived in Minnesota my whole life. Uh, when I was little, I just took to the star, man. Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman. Actually, I hate Troy Aikman, but he was really good. <laughs> so you're a front so, runner, is what you're saying, Dan? You're just a front. I runner. am the lead. I am the lead bandwagon Cowboys fan, but I have been for <laughs> 24, 25 years. I could I could just picture you in the early 90s with your Cowboys starter jacket. 
Oh yeah. Got to have it. You got to Those were the, the best. Backpack, I had the starter jacket. <laughs> really... I had everything. Oh, those starter jackets were the best. I wish they came back. I hope mm-hmm. they come back in style. The Vikings traded all those hey. picks and Dan Sadio's fanhood for Herschel Walker. <laughs> Man, that was a rough, rough time. That was a rough time <laughs> for Minnesota. For Minnesota Vikings, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it was, say it was a beautiful time for Cowboys. <laughs> it was tough growing up with a bunch of Vikings fans. <laughs> well, after that trade, yeah, because then I had I had a dad and a brother who hated my guts. <laughs> They kicked you out of the house. You had to sleep in the doghouse. Pretty it's much. Really I got kicked out of my bunk, and my and my brother and I shared a room. I got kicked out of my bunk. <laughs> All right, before we really get going into it, I wanted to remind people we have a listener league that we're going to be doing here, and uh, we have two spots left available. The way you can be qualified to get into that is rate and review us or the Fantasy Football Comedy Hour on iTunes and send a screenshot of that to Scott on Twitter at scottfish24 or email scottfish24 at gmail.com. Yeah, it's it's going to be awesome. We're, pro- we're going to have some prizes from both us and the Comedy Hour, and uh, I'll let you know what those are and the, the unique setup of the league. It's going to be a 2018 league. Um, the guys in this uh, podcast today know a little something about my 2018 leagues. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be like that? <laughs> no, it's, no. no, it's not. Oh man, twenty-eight person auction. We're referring to capitalist pigs. We're uh, the death sentence. Complete chaos right now. <laughs> chaos. And the three people in this uh, that are not me need a quarterback really bad, and it's really annoying them. Yes, it's annoying me beyond belief. Mm. I get so angry. I bid on everybody. Like once somebody outbids me, I'm like, "Oh yeah, you son of a bitch!" And I just start bidding everybody. I'm like, everything. I don't care. Everybody's getting bid up. I don't care. I'm taking this way too personally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it should be fun. I can't wait for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, prior to this show, we uh, did a little NFC East uh, only draft, and uh, me, Ty, Frank, and Dan each drafted a six-player team just using NFC East players, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna play this out, see who has the most total points, and we're gonna have a punishment for the person that comes in last. I don't know what it's gonna be, but I'll figure so- we'll all figure something out. Scott Scott said I'll figure something out because he you know he pretty much has the best team. Let's just let's just put it that yeah, way. Basically. So the winner winner decides the punishment what Ty's gonna get because Ooh, I like oh that. hey right now what? I like that <laughs> what <laughs> Ty you got you got. Uh, who do you got? Wentz as your quarterback. Yeah, but look at the so, rest of my team. I mean, come on. This isn't a two-quarterback league. You got yeah. Dez. And hey, what else I got? Why, why, don't we, why don't we go through some of uh, our reach-arounds and our yes, and We'll see who ended up on whose team maybe. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit more, but that's going to be fun. Uh, Ty, you want to take us in? Yeah, sure. So, like we said, we we're going to go over the NFC East only. And... Uh, this whole offseason, we've been, we've been focusing on Dynasty, so this is more of a redraft angle. This is only for 2016, and uh, we're going to do the reach around, which we debuted last year, and it's basically a player that you're willing to reach a round for <laughs> to make sure they end up on your roster. So uh, I'm going to start with the guest, Dan. Who you got? Sterling Shepard, man. Uh, if anybody listened to the Dynasty trade cast. The original episode, all I did was hype Sterling Shepard the entire time. I melted some faces. 
best <laughs> pass catcher in the draft. Not the not the most upside, but he's the best pass catcher in the draft. Okay. Let me let me ask you something about Dynasty Trade Cast before we go on. We probably should have mentioned you. Or Ty did mention you on that show. Do you guys have more than seven listeners? Because we don't. <laughs> yeah. We borrow. How do you get more than seven listeners? We actually got up to seven and a half and surpassed you guys, but then unfortunately we lost a half. So now we're actually dead even with you. Oh dang it, dang it, Frank. What do you think of Sterling Shepard? I love Sterling Shepard. I think Dane is a is a closet giant fan because he loves Sterling Shepard so much. Um, I love Sterling Shepard. He's gonna be he's gonna be a beast with Eli, the best uh, quarterback in the NFC East, throwing him the ball. So I'm a big fan of Sterling Shepard, Dan. <laughs> This is going to get ugly really fast. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> Scott, who, who do you have here? Who would you reach around for? I'd probably reach – I probably would have reached around for uh, the guy that you picked because <laughs> I'm trying to get him everywhere. But uh, I did put Zach Ertz. Just signed a giant contract. Uh, it's hard to ignore that. He's one of the top tight end, paid tight ends in the league at this point. Uh, felt like uh, – feels like Bradford – uh, will lean on tight ends. Uh, he had 35 catches for 450 yards and two touchdowns in his final, uh, I believe that was four or five games last year. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, I think that he's he, they got to make him more of a red zone option going forward. They just they just have to if that offense wants to do anything. And I like that he plays in the NFC East with those defenses. That's a good good point there, Scott. <laughs> Especially it's, the Giants got, defense. Yeah, the Giants defense is horrendous. I mean, like, at the least, Cowboys defense is so stout, Dan. Oh, they're so fucking stout. Hey, at least the Giants got a first-round corner. That was a good pick. That was a good pick. <laughs> that was a great pick. <laughs> Wait, uh, what, what stage is denial? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> In this show alone, we're hearing Frank go through no, the stages. No, now it's acceptance. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're acceptance, yeah. Oh, you yeah. like Apple. I see a lot of people uh, comparing Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey as like young tight ends they're targeting in Dynasty. And uh, obviously, not, I mean, that was before Doug Peterson ended up in Philadelphia. So the old offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. It'll be, I'll be interested in seeing uh, how that plays out with Ertz. Mm-hmm. So, Frank, who are you going to reach around for? Uh, do we need to ask? It is <laughs> the one, the only, Mr. Josh Doxson. Uh, Frank's going to give a double reach around for that one. <laughs> yes. I'm going to get my wife to give... Uh, no. Oh! Uh, <laughs> part of the reason Frank and his wife are now blocked on Twitter from Josh <laughs> We got a cease and desist letter from his lawyers. Um, but he... Uh, come on, it's Josh Doxson. He's going to be the wide receiver one in, in Washington. Um, Kirk Cousins is actually a, a good quarterback. I can't believe I'm saying it. He's better than Romo. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's going to get everything. <laughs> he's going to get everything in Washington. So I would totally, totally reach around for Josh Doxson. What do you think about that, Dan? With that, with that okay, let, let's just let's start. From the, <laughs> he doesn't from even the know where to start. <laughs> let's start from the bottom. Dan's right. mad online. So you got three guys who can legitimately play wide receiver on the roster already. And now this? you're going to bring in a... Th- Wait, Who's three this? guys? Who, what three guys are you talking about? Pierre Garçon stinks. He's old. Deshaun Jackson runs a nine route constantly. And then you got Josh Doxson working everything else, doing everything else. You're forgetting and about Crowder. The I do like man. Crowder. Crowder, yeah, there you go. See? Okay, we can agree on something. We can agree on something. That's fine. <laughs> and but you jo- got a 37-year-old rookie. 
<laughs> he is old, though. He is old. He's old. Uh, I do like the guy that Ty's about to bring up. That guy is a beast. Okay. And he, he's, all right. he's the only one that I could see uh, cut into Dachshund's uh, workload. Yeah, Niles Paul is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were picking Logan Paulson. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> They're the uh, same guy, aren't they? Basically, right. <laughs> Jordan Reed, yes. So apparently I got this guy on the Google Doc before Scott there. But, yeah, Jordan <laughs> Reed is a monster. All right, so last year he basically matched Gronk with his 18 fantasy points per game. Uh, no big deal, right? He had 114 targets, went 87-952 for 11 touchdowns, and uh, QB stability was a big part of that with, with Cousins in there. I mean, Cousins just peppered the hell out of him, and now he's back for at least one more year. So maybe they'll work out something. But uh, just like Zach Ertz, he inked a five-year deal, so I guess you can plan on him being in Washington for a little bit there. Um, Deshaun Jackson, like you guys just brought up, Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon, even though I like them both a lot more than Frank does, uh, both of their contracts expire in 2017. So uh, there should be some good opportunity if Crowder and Doxson are the, the two wide receivers are going to be replacing those two. Jordan Reed's going to have his role. Uh, obviously, the downside for Reed is concussions. But he made it through last season without any major setbacks, and he only missed two games, and though that wasn't concussion-related. So, yeah, he's uh, Jordan Reed's the guy I'd be giving a reach-around for. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I I I'm not as worried as others are about the five documented con- concussions, but I mean it, it should be on the back of your mind. It sh- it is a risk, but uh, oh, yeah. it's it's one of those risks that's well worth it because with Cousins, man, you you can almost you can almost guarantee him for 130, 150 targets, maybe 100 catches this year uh, if if he stays healthy, and that's ridiculous from the tight end position. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's move on to players in the NFC East you will not own this season. So I just want to uh, go on record saying that I'm pissed off at Ty's uh, selection. Just want to say that right now. Oh, well, I'll go ahead and start then. Yes, please start this off. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with uh, shit-ass Paul Perkins. Okay, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> so horrible. Right. Yeah, so this guy, I, I don't know his ADP in rookie drafts in Dynasty, but... I, whatever it is, I think it's too high. All right, so I think this dude is Chris Johnson without the blazing speed. So he's just wow. a guy to me. Uh, I think the main positive with him is he landed in a great situation with the Giants. Unfortunately, if we're looking at 2016, I think Shane Vereen's going to cap his PPR ceiling, and Rashad Jennings is still a decent running back. Uh, of course, injuries are a concern. But Perkins is getting drafted two rounds later. This is according to MFL 10 ADP, so it's best balls, of course. But Perkins is getting drafted two rounds later than Vereen and Jennings, so it's not like there's a ton of value upside uh, when selecting him unless you simply believe he'll beat out the other two guys. So he's not a guy I'm targeting in rookie drafts. And other than his situation, I don't see the the whole appeal here. What do you think, Frank? Unbelievable. I thought I did. <laughs> so you're trying to say, wait, let me just—you're not targeting him at all. So if he's in the second round of this draft, I've passed up on him in three drafts now. In, in what round, though? In the second, second round, early second round, like between two hundred one to two hundred three. He his ADP is two hundred one, so that's about where he's going. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Well, you, do you like? You uh, done messed up, Ty. Do you like uh, Devontae Booker, Booker or? Um, uh, I like Devontae Booker. I like Perk. I like Perkins Booker. 
uh, I like Dixon the most. Yeah. Uh, as you know, the running back three. Um, but I love Paul Perkins. I think this is a great pick by the Giants because uh, Rashad Jennings, he's good. He's serviceable. He's getting long in the tooth, and he always comes up like a. He always get nicked up here and there, like a hammy or something. Even though last year, towards the end of the year, uh, Jennings actually. I think he broke like 100 yards, maybe three out of the four last games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Paul Perkins could take the lead role. I I, I love this kid. I love this kid. <laughs> I, I, I just don't see why, you know, CJ no K without the speed. I think the guy's he's an aggressive runner, and uh, <laughs> I can dig that. <laughs> Dan, how do you feel about him? Because your team's going to be facing him. Yeah. When, when you said that, Ty, that he was kind of the um... – the Chris Johnson without the speed, I, I kind of saw the same thing. I don't think he's the one-trick pony. I, I kind of like him in that offense. I think he can do some of the things that Rashad Jennings does and does well. So you're kind of just getting a younger version of the same type of guy with, with you're right, without the burst because he doesn't have that burst. Well, I'm going to move into mine in, in, uh, <laughs> in conjunction with this because I just said uh, I don't want to touch any New York Giants running backs. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's that's what I picked for mine. I I have no. I don't want any of that. I feel like their passing game is going to be going to be something you want a piece of. I don't think their running game is going to be something you want a piece of. Just because I I think it. You know, any of them could get nicked up. Like uh, Frank was mentioning about Rashad Jennings. Uh, maybe maybe they. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to admit that Andre Williams could get into the game. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Just no enough with Andre Williams. Tom Coughlin's not there no more. So <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. But I just think it, it, Shane Vereen catching passes. He looked good when he caught passes last year. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So I I think that running game is going to be a four-headed pile of crap. And <laughs> uh, combined, they, combined they may have. 1,100, 1,200 total yards, 1,500 total yards. Wow. But I don't know where it's going to be or what game it's going to be in, at least not right now. Maybe in season it'll be easier to predict game to game, but uh, prior to the season, I don't want I don't want to touch any of them, especially for some of their prices. Yeah, listen, J- Jennings is going to get every opportunity to stay the lead back, but he's not. I think he's going to he's going to mess up or get injured, nick nick a, a, an ankle here and there, and Paul Perkins. Is gonna be, in my opinion, the the backup. Andre Williams sucks <laughs> enough. The guy can't fall True. forward for a yard. Uh, third and goal, the guy gets stuffed. Third and one, he's getting stuffed. Shane Vereen is the third down back, but Paul Perkins had what thirteen hundred and forty three yards rushing last year with fourteen touchdowns, two hundred thirty seven attempts. He also caught thirty receptions for two hundred forty forty two yards. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's not like he can't do it or he's not used to a workload. He had 237 attempts, like I said. So I think once Jennings gets nicked up, Perkins is going to be in there with Shane Vereen spelling him here and there. But uh, I, I, everything I see, I like this kid. Yeah, maybe more in Dynasty for me. But, yeah, for this maybe year. Maybe not this year. I'm, like scared. You're I'm just scared this year of touching that situation. Dan, who are you avoiding? Much to the chagrin of Scott, I <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Avoiding Odell, uh, mostly because I don't think he's worth the price to pay. Maybe I'll melt some faces here. Should we melt some faces? You're melting my face as we speak. I'm melting it. I'm not taking him at one. I'm not going to do it. Mostly because now he's got to deal with Josh Norman. 
and uh, he's going to get kicked out of at least one game every year. <laughs> Josh Norman ain't nothing. <laughs> he's going to get kicked out of, every, yeah, of the home game. You got Sterling Shepard stealing all those targets, the GOAT. All the targets. And, and will to 140 of them. <laughs> so, uh, hold on, let me pause it real quick, because you said you wouldn't take OBJ at number one. Who would you take? Since Sterling it's this Shepherd. year... Since it's this year, I'm taking I'm taking Antonio Brown. It's okay. easy. All right. Yeah. Three of the four of us have now said we're not touching any Giants. Good. Uh, so OBJ, you would not pay 213 bucks for. Not in this lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got the better receiver anyways in Nook, and I paid ten dollars less than Ty. Mm, yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, moving on, Frank. <laughs> so um. I guess I'm the only one with with the brains right now. Just so I'm Eli. gonna say Eli, no. Djax and Garcon. <laughs> a, a, any wide receiver on the w- Washington Redskins not named Josh Doxson, I will not own. I will not own him. It's just a way. It's a wasted spot on my on my roster. You get a backup kicker or backup defense and. Uh, Kicker or defense? What <laughs> year <laughs> is it? 2005? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I'm in the Seinfeld Dynasty League. We still use kickers. Uh, we still use defense. But a lot of redrafts, a lot of redraft leagues still they use do. kickers and defenses. So I, d- I don't believe it. That's a myth. That is a myth. <laughs> you don't think that Djax and Garcon are going to be the one-two in Washington this year? No. I, I, I honestly think that Josh Doxson could be the wide receiver one. Huh. Okay. I I think he could be the receiver too behind Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed's going to be the top targeted receiver, uh, tight end, whatever. Um, yeah. And then Doxson's going to be there. Did you watch his uh, footwork drills today? <laughs> Doxson? No. no. No, no, no. I was on the strike. I was on the picket line. I didn't have oh. time for that. <laughs> well, I do that I, before I go to sleep. It gives me a good uh, a good dream. <laughs> you did you 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 watch those as a fluffer actually. Yeah, <laughs> Josh Blue Pill Dachshund. Yeah. yeah, so I don't want them. <laughs> Garson sucks. You're trying to say wait, wait, Ty, now we're on the podcast. So oh, we yeah, will let's boxing. Do this. Right. Let's do this. All right. We will boxing and, and Ty likes to break balls, just like I obviously like to break balls. And uh, we had a little bet that Ty threw out there that I wanted to accept, but then he reneged on it. Is this a so, CP bet? Yes, this is a ca- capitalist yes. pigs bet. You said Garcon was going to have more points than Doxon? Yeah. Let's do uh, five bucks, Debbie Cat Pigs money. Garcon plus 40 fantasy points. Why 40? Because. Why? I, thought, I thought Garcon just straight up was better than, than Doxon. <laughs> yeah, that's debatable. Oh. So we'll do plus 40. Okay. Versus Doxon. All right. PPR. Is that what Capitalist Pigs is? We're using yes. the Capitalist Pigs scoring. Right, they're okay. scoring. That's fine. I'm, pigs, I'm, is, pigs is half. Good. Yes. There we go. Agreed. All right. Agreed. Let's do it. Handshake. All right. <laughs> for, the, for those listening, in Capitalist Pigs, we have a rolling bankroll that uh, we use for all of our auctions, and you're allowed to gamble that bankroll on anything you want, like uh, World Series or or hockey games or what they just did. So you can bet your uh, bankroll on anything outside of football. <laughs> and five dollars get you nothing, by the way. Uh, Not true. It's... I got drawn on Allison for four dollars. Yeah. <laughs> wasted, wasted money. <laughs> All right, I'm kind of with you, Frank. On to to get back rolling. Um, I don't. <laughs> if I want anything from Washington, I want the upside of Doxon. I want Jordan Reed for sure. Um, Cousins, I would. I in a super flex, I'll take Cousins as my two. I'd love him as my three, but I'll take him as my two. I'm okay with that. 
Uh, and uh, the other, I, I, I just can't pay Matt Jones's price. But uh, I'm with you. I probably wouldn't be going after Djax or Garcon at, at all. So I, I totally nice. agree with you there. Okay, well, since uh, Scott just talked up Kirk Cousins a whole lot, let's go on to biggest bust potential, and I'm going to start with Dan. Damn you! <laughs> I rolled right into it. So my biggest bust potential is Kirk Cousins, mostly, mostly because they're going to actually play good defenses this year, whereas last year they played against children. Yeah. He, had, he, he played the whole season against terrible defenses, Usually, usually the Giants and, and the Cowboys were uh, were those ones that were taken advantage of, but still not good at all. Well, I think the Giants upgraded their defense, like you were saying, Dan. I don't know what the what the Cowboys did. Yeah, uh, I mean, got, the Giants got Eli Apple, so exactly. Yeah, you can't you can't spell elite without Eli. Now they got two of them. So. <laughs> Dudge. <laughs> uh, but no, I still I I believe in Kirk Cousins. I think he's uh he's got the goat on his team, so he's gonna be all right. Yeah, see, I, I love him this year. I mean, he's got all these receiving threats. The only thing that could bring him down is, uh, you know, injury or something like that. But even his his running backs, you know, Matt Jones, Chris Thompson, and Keith Marshall, like all of them, could uh, could help him out of the backfield. So I don't know. Did, I don't. I don't mention, see that. Did you Excuse mention me? a running back in that sentence? You mentioned three decent running backs in that sentence, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dan just just trying to light faces on fire. That's what he's doing. You know what? They do have three better running backs than what the Giants have. I will say that. Oh. <laughs> You're not going to get an argument from me, man. <laughs> no argument there. All right, Frank. Who do you have here for your biggest bust? Philly quarterbacks, both of them, Sam Bradford or Carson Wentz. Really? It's mostly because you just you don't know what's going to happen if Bradford will get benched, and so you don't want to draft either of them. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, we know what Bradford is, and he's not a good quarterback, regardless if he plays 16 games or not. He's just not a good quarterback. I think Carson Wentz can get there, but he needs that year. Like they they want to uh, to help him out. They want, he's got to learn the system. They want to move move him along slowly. So if Sam Bradford is in there this year, he's going to stink. And if Carson Wentz gets rushed into that starting role, he's gonna have some, you know, rookie rookie mistakes, turnovers. So I don't want I don't I'm staying far away from the Philly QBs. Alright. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um <laughs> I, I had to uh <laughs> you I had Carson to, Wentz. <laughs> yeah, I had to go with Carson Wentz in our little mini draft. So You yeah. didn't have to. Well I mean what, Sam Bradford? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alright, Scott, who do you have here? You know I, for a while, I thought maybe Jordan Reed had the biggest bust potential just because of where you're drafting him versus what would happen if he got injured, because that would be one hell of a one hell of a screw you to your team because you're drafting him in what like the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, um, <laughs> I, I like that. Ty just typed in Zeke on the page. <laughs> I suppose Zeke has pretty decent bust potential in that he's being drafted in the first round and that same downfall could have. I think I'm going to go with Matt Jones. Uh, just mm-hmm. I, There's not a lot of guys I, I love for biggest bust potentials uh, in, in the in the East that you guys didn't already mentioned, mention, but uh, Matt Jones is a guy I think uh, it's possible he could lose his job. It, yep. it, he hasn't seen he's didn't see a workload workload like this last year. 
I personally, uh, you'll find out in the next segment, prefer a different running back in Washington. But I do know Matt Jones is going to get every opportunity. But where he's being drafted, uh, he's got to be a legit starter. And I think there's a chance he's not. Yeah, Chris Thompson is awesome. So, um, <laughs> I, like I like Chris Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, you know, I thought I thought he was going to be one of those like a like a poor man's you know PPR speedy speedy explosive guy before his injury in college and uh, after that I thought he still had potential in the NFL but I I he's not a starter. He was never going to be a starter. Not even when you watched him in college. He's he's Danny Woodhead without the grit. <laughs> <laughs> he left his lunch pail at home, huh? Yeah, he's not. He's not a lunch he's, kid. He's up there, but he's not. He needs to get in the gym more. Be more yeah, of a he's not a gym rat. He's not a gym rat. Oh Jesus, <laughs> God. Oh, All right, God. my biggest bust potential, I think, is going with Ryan the Glassman Matthews. And uh, let me tell you a little story. So one time, one time, has he played all 16 games in a season over his six-year career? That was in 2013, and since then he's broken two collarbones in one season, of course, and only played in 19 combined games over the 2014 and 2015 season. Seasons. Is that Tony? Is that Tony Romo or Ryan Matthews you're talking oh, about here? I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. Dan, you can defend Tony's honor if you want. So you can't What's even funny, Dan can't defend Tony's I, honor. I don't even like Tony Romo, so I, I've never actually liked a Cowboys quarterback. I think they've all been kind of trash, but it is what it is. Yeah, Frank is, agrees. Yeah, I totally agree. Good. That's the best the take. You, that's the best take you've had so far, Dan. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I'm here for that. Those just hot poop emoji takes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the odds of Matthew staying healthy all season, I think, are extremely slim. Just if you look at what's you know history will tell you, uh, especially since he'll be turning, believe it or not, 29 years old in October. Which that kind of caught me off guard. I I didn't realize he was actually already 29. Um, Jeez. And I now that he's still younger Murray, than Benjamin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so now Demarco Murray's gone, and uh, it appears Matthews is in line for a larger workload, which normally we would say is a good thing, but I don't think it is. So the reason I believe he'll bust is due to his tendency to be injured. Thoughts? Hmm. I I mean I don't know how you cannot agree with that, how you can disagree with that. Ryan Matthews, I had so such high hopes for him, and then he's ruined me with his injuries and his just I, I think he broke a collarbone once by going out of bounds. Was that was that one of them? Like he got pushed out of bounds and he busted a collarbone. I'm like, what the Yeah, it didn't even look like anything. It didn't it, it looked like a two hand touch play. Like he just gets pushed out of bounds. Oh yeah, they pulled him because he busted a collarbone. Because he's playing rough touch instead of tackle, somehow I don't know. Um, so now, Ty, let me ask you: since he's the biggest bus potential, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who do you think would be the best uh, sleeper? It's funny you ask. <laughs> yeah. So if you've caught any of the previous episodes, I know I've mentioned him a couple times, but Wendell Smallwood. All right, Wendell Smallwood is a guy I've been really targeting in uh, all my rookie drafts. And uh, I think he has what it takes to become a starter. And much like Paul Perkins, he landed in an advantageous situation. But for the reasons I stated previously about Ryan Matthews, his lack of consistent availability opens the door for Smallwood, I think, eventually here. I think he should be on most teams. Um, 
and especially as a handcuff. I know people, you know, it's becoming uncool to have handcuffs or whatever, but uh, if you want some insurance on Ryan Matthews, I definitely think you should be picking up Wendell Smallwood instead of Darren Sproles. Because so, I think Darren Sproles, I don't think he'll be the guy to take over if Ryan Matthews goes down. So, uh, fellas, I think it's time you embrace Smallwood with both hands and hope for the best. <laughs> okay, I do have a question about Wendell Smallwood. Let's say you're in an auction. <laughs> All right, Dan, uh, what do you think? Yeah. Let's use your back. <laughs> yes, I paid $45 or whatever the hell it was for Wendell Smallwood. 47. 47. You paid 47 for him? For the starting running back for the Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought he was a handcuff. Wait, 20 seconds ago he was a handcuff to Ryan Matthews. No, he's a handcuff to you guys, for me. Oh. <laughs> Smoke screens coming out here from Ty. He's just trying to get his players cheaper. In I, 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 just, I just want to put this out there. Wendell Smallwood, $47. Jamal Charles, $55. <laughs> I don't even own Jamal Charles. That's the worst part. I like Wendell Smallwood, though, Ty. Uh, I was late to the party on Wendell Smallwood. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, everything you're saying make, makes a ton of sense. And... Uh, I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm with you too, and and I've been trying to get him as well in my leagues, and I can't. I, I think people are starting to starting to really get onto him. Yeah, I feel like I should disagree with everybody just to create some fire, but I can't. I like him too. Everybody not likes every, small wood. Yeah. And not everything needs to be a hot fire take. I mean, sometimes I know it is what it is. <laughs> it's that's no fun though. <laughs> Kick rocks. Oh man. <laughs> Well, Dan, since he didn't want to disagree, how about you just tell us who your sleeper is? My sleeper is, shocking, a cowboy, Terrence Williams. Oh, he's terrible. He gets, <laughs> yeah, he gets this rep as a terrible receiver, but when when Romo's healthy and Dez is on the other side and healthy, he's pretty good. He's not going to put up wide receiver one numbers. He's not going to be the wide receiver one on any team. But as a complimentary guy, he can he can be a nice spot start. Not a bad best ball option, too, super late. Uh-huh. Like an MFL 10, if you're looking in the 15, 18, 17 round, 20 round, whatever. That's that's not a bad best ball option, too. There's only like one guy. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, there's only one guy really standing in the way of Terrence Williams' stardom, and that's Cole Beasley. So. <laughs> yeah, but he's just a gym rat guy. That's all he is. <laughs> I think I think the trio together is actually a really nice a really nice um, wide receiver core, but yeah. I, I fully expected them to go wide receiver in the draft and they yeah. didn't even think about it. I was a little surprised that they didn't uh, look to address that wide receiver two position as well. They were busy getting the best li- uh, linebacker in the draft. <laughs> yes, they were. I wish the Giants would have got a linebacker. I think they got BJ. Or they got a corner. Anything. Yes. Or, yes. At least they got a corner, the second best corner in the lead, in the in the draft. That's what it was. Um, it wasn't even I, the second I, best corner at Ohio I State. I know. Uh, listen, Dan. You know what, Dan? <laughs> right. I don't need this shit right now. Right? <laughs> no, but I like Terrence Williams, uh, especially where you can get him. I mean, he's he's practically free, so he uh, he yeah. does have cinder blocks for hands, but that's okay. And there's uh, a stigma to him too. Like, not only is he cheap in drafts, people don't like him, so you can yeah. probably trade for him really easily. Yeah, yeah people he's can't, he's can't stand him. I, I think it's an Oklahoma thing, to be honest with you, because nobody likes Sterling Shepard either, and he's this—he's going to be amazing. There you go, Dan. <laughs> I agree with you finally. 
<laughs> well, my guy, I think the only guy that can, uh, besides Aldo Beckham Jr., that can uh, rain on Sterling Shepard's parade is Victor Cruz, and that is my sleeper. <laughs> yes, he's old, but we're talking redraft here. Uh, he's supposed to be healthy, so mm-hmm. that's fingers crossed. If he's healthy and he's opposite Aldo Beckham Jr., Sterling Shepard in the slot, Victor Cruz on the outside, I mean... He's going to be single covered the whole time, and he's done it before. He's succeeded uh, with the with the targets and receptions. So if he is healthy, that's a big if. Who else is there? I mean, the wide receiver depth chart is Old Beckham Jr., Sterling Shepard, and crap. So Victor Cruz could totally be the third wide receiver on on the field, and um, I think he's gonna if he's healthy, he's gonna do well. Is Dwayne Harris gone now? I, I lost track of him. Is he gone? I like Dwayne Harris. I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm right. a fan of him. Is he but gone? I think I think a healthy Cruz is better than than a healthy Harris. Yeah, okay. Definitely right. a healthy Cruz, but you got to get a healthy Cruz in order for him to be better. And I don't, I don't think he's going to be healthy. He missed all last year again. Yeah, but so. he's he's like Terrence Williams. He's free. I mean, yeah, that's true. You could just yeah. pick him up, and if you know. I wonder if all these guys are basically free in startup drafts. I'd like. Really, it seems like they're all really late. Maybe there's the most hype around Smallwood, but yeah, Cruz and Williams, you can get really late. My guy, it depends on the, the league you're in. There's, uh, yeah. <clears throat> there are fans of this guy out there, and I, I've heard people mention him on podcasts lately, which really annoys me because <laughs> it makes <laughs> it always makes it harder for me to acquire him. I don't have to worry in most of my leagues because. I do I do a lot of Debbie leagues and I have them in uh, all but one I think uh, Nathan Tish has him in that one, um, but my guy is Keith Marshall. I I actually mm-hmm. think there is a legit chance that he is a better running back than Matt Jones. Uh, obviously he hasn't done it at the NFL level. Uh, he had a lot of injury issues. I remember when he came into Georgia, he uh, he ran a, a foot, ran a foot race against Malcolm Mitchell and just torched him. Wow! <laughs> but uh, ob- obviously, you saw it at the combine because he blew up the combine with that too. I think he was the fastest running back at the combine as well. But I mean, his freshman year, he, he did play 14 games, six and a half yards of carry, eight touchdowns, 8.3 yards per reception. It's not his fault that Todd Gurley and Nick Chubb and Sony Michael all decided to go to Georgia as well while he was there. Uh, so, I mean, if if, if you're going to – maybe he's not those guys, but he, he did seem like a really good running back, and he was highly touted coming out. And that's that's basically most of what people were running on with their love of Isaiah Crowell. So if, if you're a guy who uh, followed that bandwagon – uh, why not give Keith Marshall a shot? He's even cheaper than Crowell was that year coming out, and uh, I think I think his path isn't as bad as uh, as some other uh, rookie running backs out there. Right. I mean, a lot of people have talked about Keith Marshall, and I, I really annoying. <laughs> it is really annoying, and they keep bringing up these injuries. And I'm sorry, I didn't do my homework, but like, what injuries are we talking about that Keith Marshall suffered? Like, were they big ACLs? You know, what I mean, like, are they or just minor nicks here and there cuz I really don't know. Um at the uh at the start of the 2013 season he uh tore his ACL and and even after that ACL tear he uh his senior year he did he did pretty decently. He wasn't as he wasn't uh he wasn't what he was in his freshman year obviously, but still by the time of the combine he he blew up the combine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, like a 4-3-1, right? 40? Mhm. 
Yeah, that's moving. That's after an ACL, <laughs> so yeah, that's moving. <laughs> okay, that's going to wrap up our NFC East breakdown. And I want to thank Dan Sanio for coming on tonight to discuss his Cowboys and uh, his hatred for the, the New York Giants. It's more of a hatred for me, to be honest. I think he hates <laughs> no, me. No, Frank, I love you. Come on now. Come on. I love you too, Dan. If only you were Josh Doxson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can follow Dan at FF Dynasty Dan, and you can follow his show that he does, the Dynasty Tradecast, at Dino Tradecast. You can follow Frank at Dynasty Frank, Scott at Scottfish24. You can follow me at Ty underscore N underscore STL. And before we let you go, we want to make sure if you have any ideas or topics you want us to focus on, just tweet it to the hashtag TBRPod. That's it for this week. See ya. See you guys later. Thanks, fun. guys. Thanks for having me.